You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. The Bible says, and they're all, here's our message, filled with the Holy Ghost. Our God is a giving God. He gives gifts. That would be a good study if you want to study something this week. For example, the gift of salvation. For God so loved the world he gave. He gave a gift. The Bible says, for grace are you saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It is the gift. God gives us a gift in salvation. Uh, The Bible tells us the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. God is a giver. He gave salvation. God gives service. He gives us gifts at service. Not only do we have the gift of salvation, he gives gifts unto men. There's about nine uh, gifts, some say ten. The gift of giving. God, when you got saved, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he bestowed a gift and or gifts upon you. I I believe that salvation, when I was a little boy, God gave me the gift of being a pastor. That's one of the gifts of the Spirit. To be a pastor. I didn't know it at a kindergarten. I didn't know it when I was five years old or 15 years. I didn't really know it at age, 20. well, I guess I did at 25, but I didn't know it at age 20. But, but I know, I know, I know the older I, I know I was, I was created to be a pastor. I know that. God, God gifted, you say, well, you're talented. No, I'm not talented. Because he tells us in 1 Corinthians, he chooses the weak, the base things of this earth to confound the mighty. Uh, I'm shy. Um, you, you don't believe that. Ask Mr. Treber. I'm shy. I'm, all those things. Uh, I stutter at times. All those things that you think. He can't be a pastor. But, but God, when he gifts you, he can, he can use you, the foolish things of this world. God gave us the gift of salvation. God gives us the gifts of the Spirit. There is pastoring. There is giving. There is ruling. And there's administration. There is teaching. I tell you, I go to every teacher's meeting every Sunday night with me with Brother Reimers. And the B division's down. The A division, the B division, the C division is down there. And, it, and we, we learn from him for about 20 minutes. And he said it tonight. We, we perhaps have the greatest strength of Sunday school teachers in the history of this church. And I know he doesn't know all the history, but I look at this. We have people, it has to be, they, they are so knowledgeable of the Word of God, and they give the Word of God. I, I'm not ashamed of any of our classes. I'm so excited that, that we have people that have learned the Word of God. Uh, God gives gifts at salvation. God gave the gift of salvation. God gives gifts of service. God gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. He is a gift. Rome, uh, John 14 and uh, uh, John 6, 15, 26 and John 16, 26. He, the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. The Spirit of God, uh, the, the, the service for God, the gifts of the Spirit and salvation. God's a giving God. He gives us gifts. And he gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, we'll get in it quickly. The Holy Spirit does so much for us. He empowers us for witnessing. He guides us, John 14 tells us. He teaches us. He instructs us. He corrects us. He convicts us. He comforts us. He seals us. My goodness, all this took place. When I got saved so many years ago, I didn't know all that was happening in my life. 
But that night of salvation, he did all of that. And he placed within me the Holy Spirit of God. Now God says to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You see it, verse 4? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. I want you to see several things about this tonight. I'll go quickly, but I want you to see the moment of the hour it was at that time. I want you to see the model in this text. And I want you to see the mandate in this text. I want you to see first the, the, the moment. Jesus has just been tabernacling with man for three and a half years. Can you imagine some people actually were able to rub shoulders? Some were able to just sit there and listen to him teach. Thousands and thousands watched him feed the multitudes. They saw him stop the funeral and raise the young man in the briar, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, casket, and raise him to life again. They, they heard and they saw and they witnessed Lazarus who'd been dead four days. And then he was resurrected. It was, it was an amazing time. Then he died. He was on a cross and in a grave and resurrection. And now he's been tabernacling with men for these 40, day, these 40, 50 days and Pentecost. And you get to this text. You know the moment? It had to be a very exciting time. They said, I'm, I'm going away, I'll come again. And they saw him, this same Jesus who was taken up, uh, Acts 1, into heaven shall so come again in like manner. And he was taken up out of there. And so here they are at this moment. It was, a, it was a new way of life. It was under the old law, but now under the new law, uh, the New Testament, grace, mercy. Uh, there's forgiveness of sin, and a priest standing daily does not take away our sin, and we don't need to have our confession of sin once a year because the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. It's bubbling up. It's, it's a constant He's forgiveness of all of our sin. Oh, what a new and a living way. The, the whole world had to be new. The calendar changed from B.C. to A.D. It's an exciting time in world history. God became new to man. God was silent with man for 400 years. Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament, God was just silent for 400 years. And then Jesus came. And then the resurrection came. And now the ascension, and there's a buzz. That's why thousands of people gathered together. And they gathered and they saw 3,000 Peters preaching, 3,000 saved in one day. They gathered, it was all new, all excited. The moment, you know, I see, I know some can look at me strange. I see 23, 2023 is exciting. I see the way we're starting off with all this rain. I believe every word I preached this morning on climate change. I just believe in the Bible. This week, a great study. It would be only three chapters a day. There's 21 chap 22 chapters in Revelation. Just go through and read all about the weather in the tribulation. And after this, read about the hail. Read about the thunder. Read about the lightning. Read about the rivers. Read about the waters. Read about the oceans, the seas. Read about the, the earthquakes. Read about all. It's all about weather in the book of Revelation. Oh, my goodness. And it's all happening, whether it be snowstorms in the East Coast and Buffalo and 
and whether it be big rain cores and 26 million people in California are being affected severely by the rain. God's speaking to us. We saw that this morning when the ground is chapped, God allowed it to be chapped and he sends the rain. God does that. I don't know about you, but I just believe, I believe good things are happening. I don't believe in negativity. I don't believe Paul did too. I believe Paul, Paul, most gladly will I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You know, when someone says, and I'm not pleased. I want to know about the diseases and the cancer and the strokes, and I want to know about all those things. But when someone then spends their life only from that, I'm thinking they're missing their assignment. They're missing what God gave them. Somehow that adversity must be conquered. James says you conquer that 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 trial that you're going through, he'll give you a crown when you get to heaven that you might deposit it in, in Re- Revelation chapter 4 at the feet of Jesus. We'll cast our feet as crowns. But you don't complain. People that complain, people that gripe. Jesus endured the cross, despised the shame, sat down at the right hand of, and who, who, watch it. You talk about nails and riveted and the beard plucked out and crown of thorns and who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Stop complaining about it. Don't complain about the weather this week. Rains, it rains. Snows, it snows. Heartache, heartache. I mean, just, I'm not talking about be callous. I'm just trying to say that whatever happens, economy goes down, get over it. It's going to change. Interest rates go up. All right, they'll go up and get over it. God does not want us dwelling on our side. The moment here, when they're going to be filled with the Spirit, it was a high moment. It was an exciting moment. Though Jesus had left them and gone to heaven, they kept looking for His coming. And they gathered together, and they'd sing, and they'd preach. I want you to see the model. Verse 4, and they all filled, filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, in order to be filled, we must be empty. They had just seen an example of this. The model was Jesus who emptied himself. He who was rich, yet for your sake, my sake, became poor, that we, through his poverty, might be rich. I haven't sung the song, I, I, I guess... Honey, maybe you'd remember, I know you'd remember it. Some of you might remember. But but I've been singing this week, one by one, he took them from me, all the things I valued most, until I was empty-handed, every glittering toy was lost. As I walked earth's highway grieving, in my rags and poverty, till I heard his voice inviting, Lift your empty hands to me. God wants an empty vessel. So I held my hands. I can hear sing it. We sing this in our youth group all the time. So I held my hands toward heaven, and he filled them with a store. You know, you don't give up anything for God, but he fills it and beyond. My cup runneth over. 
of his own transcending riches till they could contain no more. You never, li- uh, you never lose emptying yourself and emptying myself of self and letting the Spirit of God you feel like When the Spirit of God fills me, there's power, there's comfort, there's joy, there's guidance, there's teaching, there's instruction. I'm not moody, I'm not upset, I'm on the winning side. Turn with me, if you will, and we'll come right back to this and then close it down in a few minutes. Philippians chapter 2, and I know you know it, and probably most of us have memorized it, but Philippians chapter 2, and you talk about an example of emptying, the model, our Lord emptying himself. Look at chapter 2 of the book of Philippians. And I wonder if we could read uh, verses 1 through 11 together. Ponder them. Chapter 5, chapter 2, verses 5. Did I say 1? Chapter 2, 5 through 11. Let's read it together where it begins. Let this mind. Ready? Begin. Let this mind be in you. Our son, Brother Tim, preached here years ago to the teenagers and to a youth conference, and he had it look like a gas gauge on a, on a four-by-six card, and on that gas card, it showed an, an E or an F for empty or full, and he was talking about being filled with the Spirit. In order to be filled, I, we, I, through your years, I, I can think of Wednesday night Bible studies when I, I brought water to that old pulpit over there, and we had it over here, and, and it had black dye in it. It was all dirty and filthy. And the, the Spirit of God, who is pure, He cannot fill a dirty vessel. And so I have to, I have to empty out the, the, the life. I have to empty out the sin. We're we're so tendency, the tendency is to fill our lives with self and with sin and with silver and with sports and with selfishness and all of our, our, the things that mean so much to us. But God says, Jack, I want you to empty yourself. I want you to die to self. I die daily. Get rid of that and be empty so that I can fill you. Our, our God wants to fill us. Mrs. Treber says to me from time to time, she's always wrong, and I don't mean that, she's always wrong when she says this. And I mean that, and she'll know what I'm saying. She said, I think, I'm not trying to be rude to you, I think your blood pressure's high. You know, when your blood pressure gets high, you get short. And you get irritated. And you get frustrated. And she'll say once in a while, I feel like like your blood pressure is high today, honey. It always grieves me because it's, and it could be, but it's not my blood pressure. It's my self-pressure. 
I know when I'm full of myself. One way, because I am shy, I'll sit on a plane. And I want to witness to that person. When I don't immediately witness, and I battle it, I always say the same thing. I'm not filled. And I, I, I say this every time I'm on the plane. Lord, this person, if I don't at least try to witness, will undoubtedly go to hell. So I must not be filled right now. There, there's too much of Jack in me right now. I'm too timid. I'm too shy. I'm too backward. And so, dear God, and I try to think through, is there anything I need to confess to you? But God, fill me right now with your spirit. I, I don't mean this proud. I've won so many people to Christ on airplanes. I'll think of one time I was sitting in the very back row it may have been to the second to the last, but it was way in the back of the plane. And that sweet little lady across the aisle for me, she, she was just such a nervous wreck. And it was one of those flights that was bouncing you all over. And I confessed all of your sins and all of my sins. I confessed my wife's sins. That took me quite a long, long time, you know. But I, I, I confessed all my, I said, Lord, I, I feel like Jonah right now. We're bouncing all over. Uh, please, please, God, whatever it is, what, I want to get it right. And this, I thought I was in turmoil. This lady was a wreck. And I said, dear ma'am, I want to tell you something. I'm a Baptist preacher. You know that right now, God wants to give you peace. I don't remember the whole conversation, how I got into it. And she began to listen. And I said, you know, peace begins. And I was across the aisleway witnessing to her. Peace begins when you ask Jesus Christ to be your Savior. And I went through the plan of salvation to her. And we had, I guess, still were bouncing around. But all of a sudden, the next thing I felt was, and the, the wheels. And she said, what was that? I said, you know what? We're down. We're down. And she prayed and said, dear God, I'm a sinner. You know, I was filled with the Spirit of God. But sometimes when I'm out, what, maybe door knocking or passing a track, and I'm timid, I know, I know, no, no, probably not high blood pressure, probably low spirit of God. I've seen some things happen in my life where I, it's just God. I was telling someone this week, I, I, when I sometimes I'll visit with a couple, they're having a trouble or whatever it might be. And sometimes in the old building, when I, especially when I was young in the ministry, I would say something. I thought, wow, that was amazing. I, I just startled myself how smart I was. I thought, you know, Brother Doug, I thought that was, that was incredible what I just said. And I said, as soon as they leave, I'm going to write it down. I don't ever want to forget that. And I don't think I've ever been able to retrieve what I said. You know why? It wasn't me. It was the Spirit of God empowering me. He took a feeble voice and person. And the Spirit of God can empower us. I, I did lead one soul to Christ when I worked for my father-in-law. And I'll never forget that because I didn't know how. And I was, I was at the way end of the building, in the basement at this end. I was polishing those floors downstairs. 
I believe it was a Monday morning. And I knew the guy that just got out of jail. He had killed his father. And he moved back in the neighborhood. And I was, it was a cold, cold day. And the lights were on. I was buffing those floors. And I saw him coming, maybe as far as from here to those doors. And I was quite fright, frightened, to be truthful with you. And he came, and I said, you know, son, I said, sir, God, God could save you. And I'll never forget what he said. God can't save me. I killed my father. You know, I was afraid. But that boy listened so carefully to the gospel and trusted Christ. God can do anything. There is a model. I just have to be empty enough. I don't know how it goes with you. I get so filled with me and my agenda and myself and my this and my that. I think we all are that way. And God says, I want you to empty yourself. And when you're empty, I can fill you. Let's close. The last one, we see the moment. We see the model. Look at the mandate. Would you, would you go to Ephesians? Just back up one book. You're right there. Ephesians 5, 18, be not drunk with wine where is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. That's what happened in Acts 2. They were filled. You know, that's not a suggestion. How do I know if I'm filled with the Spirit? Well, the fruit of the Spirit will be evidence. The fruit of the Spirit is love. If I don't have love in my heart to everybody, love your enemies. If I don't have love in my heart, love Joy, if I'm walking around as a grump, well, you know what they're doing up there in Washington, D.C. and uh, in Sacramento and all these things, and they're godless, they're wicked. Well, there was 19 kings of Israel and not one of them were righteous. Not one. Not one. They're all frauds. They're all phonies. All 19 kings in the book of Kings. Judah... The 19 kings of Judah, just a few of them were good. And even those that were good, most of them, howbeit, they did not remove the high places or something. And so why do we think we're going to have an independent, fundamental, separated, temperamental Baptist president? Ever had one? We're not going to get one. So live with it. It's what it is. I'm not going to let that man affect what this book is telling me to do. I want to live on the winning side, not on the Democrat side or the Republican side or the independence side. I have fruit of the Spirit. Well, I have the fruit of the Spirit. I have love. I have joy. I have peace. I have long-suffering. I have gentleness. I have goodness. I have faith. I have temperance, self-control. When I don't have control, it's not my blood pressure. It's me. And you know, when I have the Spirit of God, I have power. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses of me in Jerusalem, Judea, and the Samaria, the uttermost part of the earth. You know what my goal this week is every day? Lord, fill me. I pray it every day and throughout the day. Lord, fill me. I, I get short in my heart. I have a tendency, and I don't like it. My wife knows it's true. I get short with the way 
you put, you put your turn signal on to say, I'm coming over to that lane. And you know what they do, Brother Kessel? They speed up. And they'll go by and I'll say, okay, he's one spot ahead of me. God bless you. And so I stay in that lane and I get to the stoplight and I'm ahead of him. But it ticks me off. You know, things like jerk. Now, you don't ever do that, but I think it, you know. Well, it's no way to drive them. Not me, I'm doing right. I think, why can't you? You know, I see someone put their turn signal on. I'll, come on. If it's a truck or a flash of lights, come on in. Come on over. The water's fine. I mean, come on. You know, it, it can, a, a crummy driver can tick me off. That is so immature and childish. And ladies, I, I mean, people, you know, that's an evidence of I'm filled fill with Jack. I just fill with myself. Well, they hurt my, they, they, they wounded my heart. Well, I'm full of myself, died of self. I want to be so filled with the Spirit of God this week that in 2 Corinthians, as people need comfort, I want to be aware I can comfort them with God's help. When people are discouraged, I want to encourage. When people are lonely, I want to try to make sure that they're taken care of. When people hurt, I want to try to help. When people are lost, I want to try to get the gospel to them. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.